right. Normally around about here, I say, you know, welcome to Mormon Expression. Um, but, you know, today we're doing something a little bit different. Um, you just heard the song that we used as the uh, as, our, as our intro music. And, um, you know, it's we've used it for almost 100 episodes now. And it's something that um, I'm constantly getting asked. I get an email every other week or every week or so. Somebody asks me, what is that song? And I've been approached at parties. And they say, you know, I love that song. Who's that by? You know, I, I, we, we can't find it. Um, so t- tonight I'm, I'm veering off course a little bit, and I'm, uh, I'm talking to my new friends, uh, the Selden Plan, and, and, and tonight representing the band is Michael Nestor. Hey, Michael. Hi, how are you? I'm doing really well. So, so you're, the, you're the brains behind the, our, 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 our intro music, uh, See a Word. Yes. Uh, I, I, I can't take all the credit, though. There are three other people that play the instruments, so... Uh... I'd say they're partially the brains as well. <laughs> okay, so now you, you guys are our rock band, and, and, and where are you based out of? We're from Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore. So that, that's a long way from Salt Lake City. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> in, in more ways than one. Uh, so, um, so, so how long has your band been together? Uh, we've been together for about uh, seven years now. Um, so we've, had, we've released uh, four records. Actually, we have a new one out, which will be our fourth, so... For for an independent band, that's that's actually kind of an eternity. Most of them don't don't last that long, and we're very very um, happy to ha- have been able to you know put that much music out over the course of our our short career. Yeah, I mean, you guys are talented musicians, and I'm just a guy who flaps my lips. But you know, we're we're sort of in the same boat. There's been a change in 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 the media where you know before, if you wanted to have a talk radio show you'd have to be on abc or, or nbc and if you wanted a record to get there you had to go through a major label and there's this good element that we could just put stuff out there and 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 do it at a low cost and without all that hoopla but the bad thing about that is there's not really as much money in it anymore yeah i mean that's that's definitely true but and that's something i know that i've struggled with personally you know as as an independent musician but at the same time, I think as much as it democratizes music and basically crowds, you know, there's so many more bands out there. There's so much, so many more podcasts. I also think it really clears the field for those people who really love it for for the sake of, of doing it, uh, you know, in itself to kind of rise to the top. You know, for example, um, your podcast, you know, if you were just to do a couple episodes and then you that was it you probably wouldn't have a lot of listeners. But because you really love what you do and you've done, you know, I think over 100 episodes now, you know, you it really shows that you care deeply about the podcast that you put out and your audience gets that and you build a relationship with them. I, I don't think that was possible in the old way. You know, you, you'd go through a major record label and yeah, you'd build up a national audience, but there wasn't a real connection with the people. And I think that's what I get the most excitement out of is when, we do things like this. Well, I met you through the, through this song that you used on your podcast, and now you and I are having this conversation. That never would have happened 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, that, that's true. And I, I do think it gives us time to develop our craft. You know, you, the, the bands from the, you know, the 60s, they would play the clubs for years and years. Think about the Beatles in Germany. And it gave them time to develop their fan base and develop their craft. And I think kind of like through the 80s and 90s, some of that was lost. And But now with the democratization of the Internet, you know, we can get on and we can keep practicing and keep going, from, like you said, out of, out of love because you're, you're not going to make money in the beginning. 
That's true. That's definitely true. And I completely agree with that. And you know, it's funny, the, the podcast world shares so much in common, like you said, with the independent music world in the sense that, you know, we, this is sort of both a work in progress and also, um, sort of a, a work of, from, of love, you know, we're constantly honing our craft and getting better. And, you know, the, 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 the great enjoyment of it really is to come back once you, I, I don't know if you've had this reaction, but every, every time I record a record, I go, yeah, could have done that better. Could have done, <laughs> done that. You know, and then coming back and fixing it and then something else pops up and doing it and again and again and again. So yeah, um, yeah that, I that's, agree. that's the real power for me anyway. Yeah, there's something to be gained in going at it, you know, a hundred times or two hundred times and just keeping going. And, you know, I, I, I sometimes struggle. We, you know, we leave all the old episodes up. They're still up. And I, if I went back and listened to them, I'm sure I'd cringe. Um, <laughs> but, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe someday they'll, they'll start getting good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've listened to, uh, I guess the last five or so and I really enjoyed them. I think you've got a pretty professional podcast going on there. So well, that's good. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's fun. Um, and and likewise, I've been listening to your stuff all day, and you know, I, I'm I have a wide taste in music. Um, oh, from Gordon Lightfoot to uh, Nine Inch Nails, I guess. And um, and you know, for me, I'm not a trained musician. I just turn it off. If I don't like it. But but um, and and you know, when we were selecting, it, I have to give the credit to my my wife. Um, we had a just a little kind of blues riff we pay, played in the first couple episodes, and then she said, oh, "This song's no good," and so she went out and spent days and days and days searching the internet and she came down and she had a, a final list of songs and if i remember right, she had about 10 songs and i think three of them were yours so wow. so um and and the song that we use see a word is just um I, the you know it, it it you know when star wars starts the, the beauty of star wars is it starts right in the middle of the movie you know there's the the the, the big beat and the, you know something's going to happen and that song starts out sort of exciting and it stays upbeat, but there's this wistful sort of sadness underlying the whole thing that, you know, I've listened to that song over and over and over again as I um, edit the, 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 the podcast. I don't mean to sound too gushing here, but I, the song still gives me goosebumps. I just, I just, I just love that song. Oh, I really appreciate that. You know, what, what you just said to me is, is exactly why, you know, I do what I do. You know, why the band gets in the, in the van and drives somewhere, you know, out of town for five hours and plays for gas money and then comes home and goes back to our regular jobs. That, that's it right there in a nutshell. That, thank you so much for that. You know, that really made my day. <laughs> well, it, it's just, it's, it's cool music and, and, you know, and people recognize it right away. You know, the, the, it, it's the song. So tell me a little bit about the song. I, I mean, I know how I've like co-opted the song and, and what, how the sort of meaning we've weaved into it, but, but where, where did the song come from? Well, it really was, um, this, this last record, the, the song is on a record called lost and found and lost. And it was the last record from, from the band. And that record was made right at the, um, the, you know, the 2008 economic crash. So many of the songs on that record are my own personal dealings with that, you know, that economic crash. And, the, the, the title see a word really related to, I, I, I was caught up in, in the zeitgeist of the time of, of the excitement of, of electing Obama and all these things that, you know, we were going to do all these things and change all these things. But very quickly I began to, to, to say, okay, I've heard what you had to say, but I want to see what your words really mean. 
So the chorus is, all eyes are on us. And what that really meant was all eyes are on, are on our generation to do something um, to get us out of the situation that we're in, whatever that may be. And, and I didn't have a political per- persuasion on one way or the other. I just, that, that, that was the general idea. I was trying to capture this, this idea that, you know, um, you know, right now we control our, our, our destiny in, in the sense that, you know, what we do now lays the groundwork for the future. Um, that's kind of one, that's the more literal interpretation. The less literal interpretation of it was, um, during the, the album, uh, was kind of a rebirth of the band. So we had made two really, um, technically proficient and very, um, uh, I guess technically recorded records and we went on tour and everything. This record was really stripped down and kind of back to basics for us. And again, the, the, the lyric and the chorus is, you know, all eyes are on us, was really a message to ourselves to say, you know, this is our simple statement and we're, we're sort of watching ourselves make this art. So that's the kind of the two interpretations from, from the song that, you know, as I wrote them. But what's really great is, you know, hearing what, how other people interpret it, you know, so I'm sure your interpretation is completely different, <laughs> um, which is, you know, great. You know, that's what gets, gets me excited, you know. Well, ours is actually quite similar, you know, because, you know, for, for you know, we're sort of um, critical or watching or engaging, you know, the big institutional church. Um, and there's a lot of, like, negativity out, out there about that for people who left left the church. But for us, we were trying to pull back into this middle ground to say, you know, there's, there's important things to be said. There's important conversations to, to, to be had. Um, there's things we're trying to say. And that, 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 the same sort of, I, you know, I like when you talked about Obama and that, that, that palpable feeling in the United States that there was, there was this renewed hope and not just hope in this big brother sort of figure, but the idea that there's these, these, these messages we've been trying to get across that have been lost. And that really resonated with sort of the mission that we try to get to, we don't always accomplish. And then, you know, there's a second verse. Um, in the song that we never play because we always play the first 30 seconds and we play the end of the song. But it, it says, you know, is there a higher place where we can share the view? Is there a better phrase um, that we should both be speaking to? And that, I think that really gets to where we're, we're going. We're, we're trying to take this, this institutional church and all these people who are disaffected and saying, there's something here that we all share and we've got to find that voice. We've got to figure out a way to say that stuff to each other, so we're not we're not such enemies anymore. Right. Well, and and see, that's that's really inspiring to me to hear your interpretation of it. And and it's that's the beauty of I think of music and creation and art is is that you know we live on different sides of the country, but we both got something out of this common you know idea. And um, yeah, the second verse for me really was. In some sense, in, in some sense, what you're saying just interpreted in the sense of, of, of a, a political movement. You know, you know, the sort of idea of, um, you know, we, we need to find, we need to, to see the words in action and find a better place where we can, we can kind of sit together and, and, and watch the progress that we've laid down, you know. And, and, and that's really what that meant. And, and it really, and, and, it, and it also, again, was, to the band it was to ourselves you know we need to find a higher place to sit back and really look at this record you know this is something different and simple for us you know let's 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 sit back and interpret it as it is 
Um, so that's really what, you know, it was to, to us. So. Wow. So what are you guys working on today? Well, we just finished uh, a new record uh, called uh, Collisione del Volere, um, which is the, the title of which means Coalition of the Willing. Um, and we just finished it. It's going to be out in March. Um, and uh, we're really excited about it. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Um, we're going to be pressing it to vinyl. And um, I, uh, I actually set up a little website for um, people who are listening just to this podcast to get a, a, a to get a copy of the lo- the record Lost and Found and Lost, which has the song See a Word on it, right. or a copy of the new record. Um, so um, and nobody else has this link. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, and then I guess I can give it to you. And if you if you want, you can give it to people who are interested. But, yeah, um, yeah, we'll post it. it. It's uh the the link is uh www.thebeachfields, and that's B E E C H, not B E A C H, but B E E C H, thebeachfields.com backslash plan. So if you go to that website, you'll see the record that has see a word on it. Um, and, um, then also the new record, but nobody else, this record isn't coming out till March, but I wanted to do something special because you reached out to me, John, and I was really excited about the fact that you guys used our music in a way that I never would have conceptualized. And that's the beauty of the internet. That's the beauty of what you do. And I wanted to give people listening a chance to, to kind of, you know, get something, you know, special out of it. So, um, and on that page, we have a link for our Kickstarter for our vinyl and all that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, feel free. And, and, you know, if anybody has any interpretations they want to share with me or want to talk about with the song, I would love to talk about that sort of thing. So you can just email me at info at the and, you know, feel free to share. I, this is the type of thing that as a musician, as an independent musician that I get really excited about, you know. Um, about how the music is used in, in, in ways that I could never have imagined when I sat down and I wrote the song. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Uh, so are you guys uh, uh, planning on touring anytime soon? We just finished up a little tour uh, through... Uh, so we, we, we just played uh, Philadelphia, New York City, um, Boston. And we're going to be going back on the road, I think, in the spring. So um, right now we've got a horrible snowstorm going on in uh, Baltimore. So... You know, I, I, I did a winter tour once, and uh, I don't want to do that again. So we have to get some time off from work, and I think we're going to try to branch out in, in the spring a little bit and um, maybe play a little bit further west uh, during that time. So um, we, we, we did come as far west, actually, as uh, Colorado. So um, we've done that before. So maybe <laughs> we'll come back this way, uh, out your way again. Well, if you ever think about coming, let, let me know, and I'll, I'll try to get the, the fan base out there for you. That would be great. So, um, not to belabor the point we started at, but, you know, with, um, independent music, independent podcasts, um, you know, there's so much content that's free. And, well, let me say it this way. You know, the, 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 the Mormon church, um, requires, if you want to go into the temples, that you pay a tithe. You have to pay 10% of your income. And it's sort of, it's a requirement. You know, I'm not saying it's good or bad, but, you sort of hand that money over to the church and then they decide what charities they're going to spend it on and they decide how they're going to, how they're going to go about it. For those of us who, who, who don't attend the church anymore, have left the church, we have our own moral responsibility to spend the money and to support the things that, that we think are important. And I think with uh, independent media, things like podcasts, um, just whatever's out there, 
you know, to kick a few dollars loose to, you know, to, to somebody like the Selden plan or other musicians, you know, to say, hey, this is something that I enjoy. This is something I think is worthwhile. I, I, I think is sort of the moral higher ground. And, and I also think that, you know, I, I, I think that within my, I guess, my moral upbringing and my faith, it's um, really paramount to help other people. So um, I actually, you know, I do a lot of work outreach to help other musicians, you know, um, volunteering my time and my efforts and my knowledge. And even if you don't feel like you want to give something monetarily, you know, just having a conversation with a musician that you know, a local musician, or helping to set up a show for them, that 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 is um, another way that you can give back. Because I feel like... Um, you know, by 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 volunteering, by helping independent media, we're really um, creating something that um, is really a reflection of ourselves. You know, so you know, we all complain. I'm sure um, everybody here has heard conversations with people complaining about the mainstream media and how bad it is. Well, the only way to change all of that is to take it upon ourselves to create our own media, and and that's done not only through monetary, you know, donations. But also through through getting out there and being physically active in the community. You know, if you know somebody who does a podcast and they need a new microphone, and you know somebody who has uh, microphones, you know, you might suggest that store to that person. Like, it's all the little things that you do to help others. I think really is what gives life meaning. You know, and and that that's how I that's you know the way that I feel anyway. Well, you and I share that that view. All right, well, Michael, it's been uh, it's been fun talking to you. I feel like a you know I feel like um, a, a, a fan talking to to an idol. I'm, I I feel all important tonight. <laughs> well, I, I feel really um, excited and happy and very content that um, that I was able to make a connection, a personal connection with you, and we share this common interest. I mean that that as as someone who is on the other side of the microphone, that gives me so much inspiration and so much energy to go back out there and, and, and play more shows and record more music. And uh, I can't thank you enough for what you've given me um, just by, by, by talking about this song. All right. Well, you have a website, The Selden Plan, and we'll put up your um, link to your, your, your Kickstart project and, and you know, whatever, whatever else we can and, and the stuff we've talked about tonight on, on the website. And uh, once again, thanks for coming on. Thank you, John. 